the gravy, please. Bible says in 1 Corinthians, in a race, everybody runs, but only one wins first prize. So run your race in such a way as to win. Great leadership, belief, accountability, heart, genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry. I believe it was George Washington Carver who said, when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're going to do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all going to be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do. As a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra. That little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality. Because no matter what's behind us, good or bad, in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next. And the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome into the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We got Nanny Nanny Brew Brew on the phone. Uh, she is flying solo today, and so she'll be handling uh, all duties when it comes to interns. We should be pulling show prep and uh, screening you up and doing all the stuff that uh, an intern does here when they try to get their degree of common sense. So welcome in here to the Rick and Bubba Show. Eddie Van Adler, he's part of the crew. He's got TV rolling. And over to my right, we've got these two goodies here that makes three. That's right. Greg Burgess and Michael Helms, welcome in. How are y'all doing? Y'all good? Yeah, pretty good, man. Hard to complain in my world. Really, just yeah. pretty good, or just, just pretty good, good. real good. Okay, yeah. great. It's not perfect by any means. <laughs> right, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, a lot on the table today. The stories just keep on rolling, uh, and boy, they're out there. But first, we need to get an update because yesterday, uh, you, one of your new fake best friends uh, was dropping so off for, uh, um, a a real lawnmower, and that's R E E L. And that's the kind that you know you see in, I mean, the old fashioned lawnmower where you push so, and it's just got I'm the pull a picture on. Yeah, this. it's just got the little blades that roll and and it's kind of what's it called? R E E L real lawnmower. All right. And at one point late in the show yesterday, yesterday you said, guys, the the lawnmower's in my office. No, okay. No, so so here's what happened. So I actually got the lawnmower on Monday during the show. Okay, put it in my office. Was Which it Monday is, or Tuesday? It was Monday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know they made it. Tuesday. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah, that's and right. Then, it's Tuesday. And then uh, Tuesday, it rained all day here. Right. So well, okay. I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried it like two or three times, and every time I tried you to go outside, it started it. raining. Right. Is that, well, that's when you said, guys, I don't know if I like it. That's not what I said. You said this is Isn't that, isn't that what he said, Greg? So, I thought I was what so he I, said. I, is I that did. what it looks like? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kinda. Yes, that's exactly what no, it looks Greg's like. Greg's pulled it up. That's it. And so yesterday, uh, you know. We, you better not have a lot of grass, I like to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and we talked about that. So no, I've got and that's a what's strip. Got you mad. I've got a strip that's about thinking feet. I've got probably – Twenty by sixty. The picture was bigger than I thought it would. Can mm-hmm. I? Can I? Can I talk? Because well, you're trying to act like you like something. I know. Like, I know. Go when, ahead, when, set it up, yeah. guys. I would tell you if I didn't like it. I've been on record for coming on this show and giving my opinion on things I don't like. Right. Right. Well, I, got, but, I mean, oh, you don't out. want to hurt it. Your, your fake best time friend. Out. Though. Time out. I got a better. Why is he fake? I get, I get that he likes it. How long will he like it? That's, that's the question. Well, that. That, my friend, is the You know, question. he did the first time. He saw new. Oh, I did it. Yeah, I love it. I love this. Right. It's but all of a sudden. Few weeks down the road, I'm oh, man. The road is stupid. Yeah, dang it's it. not. It, guys, cut. it hardly. It's like pushing uh, a vacuum cleaner. Remains. To I be mean, seen, it's not right, like right. it's remains. Have hey, either one of y'all even seen it or used one? No. Uh, so shut up. How about yeah, that? Yeah. How about well, shut up? So why are the blade so dull? How about shut up? Yeah. This is. I heard Lou. Hall, I said this before, and I'm starting to think y'all follow. Remains this. to be seen. That's right. Ninety percent of the people in this world. Don't care about our circumstances, issues, and problems. And ten percent of the people in this world are glad you have them. I'm starting to think when it comes to me, y'all are in that ten percent. Well, you may have good. Mm. <laughs> Sounded like an intro. Are you trying to write an intro? I think I think y'all are in that ten percent. No, I, we just we just know so that you don't care. For here's it, but the thing: go ahead. there's a, a dear friend of mine. Dear friend, Rob. Say his That's name. a dear friend, Rob. Rob Ingram. Well, I don't know how much show. Rob wants us. Throwing his name out there and talking about him. What, well, he steal it? <laughs> I mean, well, he's, did he steal it? <laughs> right. I mean, no, I mean, this, he's some been people, part of the show for some years. Some people doesn't, his don't like to be, you know, discussed on this. So he, anyway. So you, he, so you we were texting back and forth, and he had sent me a picture. I said all this the other day, and I said, hey, what, tell me about that mower, because I'm thinking about getting one of those. I've only got three small patches of grass that yeah. I have to keep cut. And and by the way, the type of grass I have is zoysia. It doesn't really grow tall; it grows Ooh, real thick. That's over the mountain grass, and that's so why you couldn't weed yeah. It. And so um, <laughs> dumb, dumb. I don't I don't have to cut it, but like once every month. Okay, I have I've not mowed my grass, and I don't. I gave my dad my lawnmower over a month ago, hmm. so it's been a month. Once a month, and it doesn't look bad as well, it, before it wasn't cut. They're going out there struggling, right? So twenty twenty by sixty, and then probably. 40 by 60 and then a 60 by 60. That's all you I have. You get a motorized one that doesn't, that's not that heavy. And that right, that yeah. Much. I got one. Uh, lawnmowers are pretty expensive. Not the, the, not the low Buddy, level one. Look at me. And y'all don't understand the whole point of this is where I have to go with the lawnmower. Mm-hmm. I have to go up a bank, up steps, up a what if Rob cross would railroad gave you, ties. Gave you a motorized one, would you have took it? Probably not. Probably not. Why? If it was a big one, no. I mean, okay. it's got to be. Guys, y'all don't know. My whole I, I just got a bare bones. Re- a the whole, big one. I'm talking about a big The yeah. whole purpose for, for this was I want something I can easily get to these and, spots and, and mow. I'm trying to be sharp. And, yeah. There's nothing about being sharp in this. I'm a throwback so, guy. Look, I'm throwing back. It has People use these all the time, Greg. But people why, use but, them all the time. But why don't you like it, though? That's the key. I do like it. And I so I had, a, I had a good experience with it yesterday. But it didn't work in the rain. I didn't try it in the rain. Okay. I didn't want to get out in the rain. Mm-hmm. Well, you said I normally don't cut my grass in the dang rain. Probably. I don't. 
But what if it was if the grass gets really thick? Is it going to be hard? Or is well, it, yesterday oh, it wasn't because it was very that's thick. That's a good point. That's a really good point. It was it gets, thick yesterday. Yeah, Matter of yeah. fact, I'll even go this far. I think it worked better with the thick grass. First of all, you ain't got to get mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. I will say right. this: I had, good, I had a good experience with it yesterday. <laughs> okay. I, I, and I don't see myself going out as much as I had to Check mow grass. One a month. Took me, it took me fifteen minutes to do the entire thing. Would you write this down right now? It took me fifteen guy, minutes. Did you and, ask the guy that you gave the telescope to that he might want this if right. you don't want it? <laughs> Let me ask you a question: What do you do with all the? The, the the grass and 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 all that that's just hung yeah, out on the blades and stuff. You're just gonna roll it, it that up in your garage. It, up. it throws it up. So it doesn't stick to the. Uh, all we that. have water in our house. All you gotta do is wash well, it. Well, it won't rush out. <laughs> you huh? got a hose pipe. You It'll know, dry. Like, okay, I'm just asking if you thought about these things. Yeah. It might rush out if you leave it wet and throw it in the garage. <laughs> No, it's not how it works. Well, that's what you were saying. You were you were mad because all the grass was sticking. To that's it. not what I didn't say any of. It. No I, grass. I was just repeating what you. No said. No grass was sticking anywhere. It was it was almost like trimming hair. It was just. I mean, it was pretty cool. Now I will say this. So you don't like it. So I'll say this. So Rob gave me a heads up. He said, "Look, you need to make sure like if there's any sticks, rocks, whatever, because it'll get caught between that reel and the blade, and and it won't go. Like it'll just stay there. And you're gonna have to you know mm-hmm. get it out." And so, so this wasn't a hot. I keep most right. of, huh? I mean, he owned it. It wasn't a hot one. Yeah, he owned okay, it. Okay, I just want to make sure. You never know. And yeah. so there were in the in the back. It was, there was no sticks or anything, and so it was just smooth. And then I knew I should have picked up a couple sticks in the front before I started, mm-hmm. and one got in there. Oh, and if he see, wouldn't have told me this, that's why you got mad. I was wondering why I, nobody got. Well, mad. He liked it so good, he gave it to somebody. So. He he. Uh, well, he don't have the type yard for this anymore. No, he needs yeah, to get yeah, something whatever. different. Mm-hmm. And so, well, y'all just y'all revel in my demise. No, <laughs> y'all I, love just, it. I just can't wait to hear it a, a month from now. How bad it? Sounds. What's it matter though? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm I'm going to use it one more time, and then I'm not going to well, use it again till next year. Dang. So, so I I need your grass. I, I mean, yeah, I, really? I didn't know there was grass that you only had to cut once a month. I love that grass. Uh-huh. I need that grass. Yeah. By the way, that's like magical. It's good grass. for shaded areas too. Miracle grass. Know that. Well, see, it can't be. This is that stuff that, you know, where I live, all those trees and stuff, it hardly gets any sun. And so, but y'all saw it. I sent y'all pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Now, the yeah. the mower worked. You can right. tell it worked. It did yeah. a good job. I saw a bunch of spots it didn't cut, but That's it looked good. That's not true. No, why good. are you saying that? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, so, so do you have a, because, you know, some of them. And like, I got some my weed eater going Some of them have and, a, little, and, uh, a little catch. Uh, like where you know how you bag up uh, grass with yeah. the lawnmowers. Yeah. Some of I've them always, have a little, uh, I've always bagged my grass, and this is the first time I'm not. So that, like so that is that bo- stops. Well, no, is that bothering you, or is no, it gonna be okay? No, because actually, when you when those uh, when the grass gets in there, it's good for the grass. It's a good mm-hmm. fertilizer. It's a natural fertilizer. Right. When you um, first pushed, but it, I have always bagged. Did it. you think, oh, easier than I thought, or did you think, oh, little harder? It was about what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really have any expectations because I didn't know. But it's smoother. I mean, it's it's smooth. I mean, it's a smooth reel as long as there's no sticks or you know we got those big nuts in the yard too. I don't know what they are, but they're large, mm-hmm. and you have to get all that out of there before. But I had to do that with the other one because I'd be slinging them everywhere. There you go. All right. All right. Well, I, I just um, I hope Rob knows. <laughs> yeah. That you're kind of not you're not sure about it. I we'll like it. Back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
23 minutes past the hour. It's the kickoff hour. We're live. Intern Nanny Nanny Brew Brew on the phones right now. Eddie Van Adler, he's got TV. I'm Speedy alongside Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour, and we thank you for being a part of it. Uh, here every every single morning. We know there's a lot of choices for you, and uh, we appreciate you making us part of your day. And once again, uh, starting this week uh, is WARB uh, 107 FM at 1380 AM, ARAB, Alabama. Welcome in to the Rick and Bubba family, guys, and we appreciate you trusting the show enough to be part of it. Uh, and guess what, guys? Yesterday... I knew the Ivy League uh, was was going to hand down a ruling on what they were going to do with their fall sports, and they sure enough did. I was a little surprised, even though I'm like, well, not really. Uh, buddy, what, what do you think? I mean, they were probably going to rule that they weren't going to have fall sports. But I was, I was thinking, well, maybe there's a hope that, you know, they'll try to get back to some type of normalcy or some form or fashion of fall sports. But Ivy League yesterday said, no, we're not going to do that. They have ruled out playing all sports this fall due to the – COVID-19 pandemic, they announced it yesterday. The ruling uh, came down. They became the first D1 conference to say it will not hold sports this upcoming semester because of COVID-19. Uh, and now no decision has been made about winter or spring Ivy sports, uh, just the fall sports uh, here for 2020. Um, and I know that other, other conferences might follow. Uh, and then there'll be some that are just in different regions of the country that are like, no, we're gonna have we're gonna have fall sports or some form of fall sports. But are y'all surprised by this? I'm all? not because when you look at the Ivy League and compare it to say, and I and in the end they may all shut down. I don't mm-hmm. know, but the SECs and the other Power Five because they're multi million dollar industries. Mm-hmm. I mean the product. You see the split they yeah. have. You know when the, the conference splits all the money, how many hundreds of millions of dollars they split. You know, you're going to hang on and see and do everything you can to play as opposed it's easy for, like I say, they don't they don't depend on their athletics to fund anything, I'm sure, in the Ivy League because it doesn't generate that kind of money. Right. You're not, you're not getting the TV contracts. You're not getting the championship game money. You're not, like I say, the big split at the end of the year that they do among all the teams. You're not mm-hmm. getting that. So, And, again, the others may end up having to, but I, I understand why they haven't yet. Yeah. yeah. They're going to look. We're going to do all we can do to play because we're talking about millions of dollars yeah didn't surprise me i think people other people will follow suit a lot of people do i i don't know why but a lot of people do look at the ivy league as the uh, as an example to kind of uh, make decisions off of now i don't think the sec big 10 acc no um look to them not even the big 12 maybe in some form or fashion but not when it comes to big time football and big time sports but didn't surprise me, and I, I do think you'll see others follow suit. And I hate it for the athletes because I don't know what this does to the eligibility. Um, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, and again, you know, sports has always been a big part of our life, and and um, I don't think. I, I think a lot of people. This is not necessarily me. I'm not to this point yet, but I think there's a lot of people out there realizing that um, there's more important things in this world going on right now than sports. And I don't say that. Uh, because I don't like that statement at all either, but I do think that's something that's going on in the mindset of of many Americans right now. Yeah, um, believe it or not, and we'll see. I, I tell you this: we'll know. I mean, it's what the ninth of July today. Um, goodness, we we would have been a little over. We need about a month, month and a half, and we would have been normally kicking football off. So 
I don't I don't see it happening, and I don't I really don't I really don't see us doing too much college football. Um, I really don't. Well, you know, different uh, campuses within the Ivy League have already called uh, or already 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 not already called, but already laid out their their fall plans. Yeah. And they said that that had a lot to do with it because some of the restrictions on campus uh, were already to the point where, you know, you 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 restricted travel on facilities uh, for faculty, staff, and students. That include athletes and coaches. They also had restrictions for visitors, uh, social distancing policies, uh, limitations on the size of groups of gatherings. And they said so. A lot of that had had we factored in because some of these schools within the Ivy League had already put down so many restrictions they were like well we can't there's no way we can have competition then uh so it, it'll be interesting because back to your point what does this do about a student athlete that the whole reason they're at an Ivy League school is yeah to get an education but they're they're there on a sports scholarship what does that do are they does this year just go on by because it, they this is what's so weird they say the student athletes will still be able uh, able to practice on campus uh, now that's a, in some modified form, but they're still going to be able to practice, but I guess, uh, they u- lose a year of eligibility or they don't, that's just going to be interesting how they, and I, I don't see that in the article here. I just don't see, because whether you're in the SEC, ACC, big 12, big 10, there's still a lot of liberal presidents who are ultimately going to make these decisions. You know, we wish it was all ADs that were going to make the decisions and, but it's not. And so I think even if the Big Ten or SEC comes out and says, hey, this is what we're going to do, I think you're going to have pushback within some of the universities within that conference, Yeah, which is going to be muddy and messy and, okay, well, now what do we do with that game? Well, now, okay, so we we have that week open because they're not playing this year. So let's go find somebody outside of the conference. I don't know. Multiple decision makers have told ESPN that late July for the Power Five conferences, that's the deadline where they say that's when we'll probably go ahead and make that decision. It will be interesting. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 25 minutes until top of the hour. It is the kickoff hour here on The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number if you want to weigh in on any of the topics that we've had so far this morning. Uh, segment one, we broke down the fact that Helmsy doesn't like his new That's lawnmower. not true. And uh, <laughs> I like it. And then uh, got the, the job done. Last segment, we, uh, <laughs> we talked or something else. <laughs> We talked about the Ivy League ruling out playing all sports this fall due to COVID uh, pandemic, and uh, we kind of talked a little bit about that. And, you know, one thing we didn't mention uh, in, because we were up against the break is they talked about how they kind of, in this decision, they, they kind of uh, weighed the options of, all right, look, it's going to cost so much to keep everybody healthy and everything clean that it's almost like we can't really justify it. Yeah. Well, you know, whereas you look at the South uh, Southeastern Conference or the Big Ten, to, you know, whatever, you, they go, well, we do get enough revenue to where we can handle that. Uh, so uh, I, I will say this, and, and this is not going to be popular uh, probably amongst most people listening, but it is it is sad, really, that at the end of the day, this is all about money. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If oh, if yeah. if money sure. was not on the table, if if we had if we said okay, money is let's take money completely out of it, mm-hmm. then no one would play sports this fall because they don't know. We right. truly are still running around with so many unanswered questions and so many unknowns that we would not take the chance. Right. If we're honest about it. Yeah. And that's kind of what the Ivy League is saying, and that's what others are saying. It's not worth it to us. But when you do have some – we've talked to some of these athletic directors that have told us, you know, that it, it's, it matters. And, and we've talked about that. Why, it's a business. It's really bad that, that you really ought to go into their system and say, why is your economic system built on one or two sports playing? That's, that's a tough deal. And so – if you did, if you took the money out of it, nobody would be playing. Well, all you got to do is you. All you really need to do is look at some of these coaches' contracts, and when yeah. you see the millions of dollars they make, it, it should tell everybody then that it's a it's, it's worth it. It's a big business, and it's yeah. worth it. They, the school said, "Okay, you're worth eight million dollars a oh, year. Oh yeah, no your, doubt. Your staff is worth this much money because we make this much money. So, you well, know, you heard the president. It was on the. One of the specials about it, it may have been the Auburn-Alabama rivalry. The president of Alabama have said, that's the best money we spend is what yeah. we pay next Saban. He's right because no it isn't just yeah. about football. Yeah. It's about your, your schools on television every week. It's in the news every day. Everybody's talking about your school, mm. which makes people know so about your very school. They want to come yeah. to your school. It, it's, it's, it's a heck of an investment. It for, is. For, for the school like that. They get yeah. the return for they sure. Do. Absolutely. And, and some. I bet you it's been, If you're playing yeah. and packing stadiums. Because yeah. if you had to buy that advertisement that you get when you're on the game of the week every year and all these championship Guys, games, we've had the TV interns. coverage you get, you yeah. imagine if you had to pay for we've that? We've had yeah. interns over the past few years that from Texas and all over the country and end up at the University of Alabama. And you ask them, hey, plenty of schools in Texas and the surrounding states there why did you choose alabama well i watched them on i, I sure. got caught up in their football team and yep. i wanted to come to alabama we've yep. had interns that have actually said that sure uh you know um franklin with penn state and it's probably been two months I like he, he came out early 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 and and said look you, you know it's probably going to be a school by school decision uh now it could be a conference-wide decision but if you don't want to play don't play it, it, the the teams in the conference that want to play play, and then Harbaugh see came out uh, on behalf of Michigan and said, "Look, if there's kids on campus, we need to have competition. We need to have uh, football. So it'll be interesting to see what the Power what Five the, does because yeah. it is a different animal than the Ivy League. Even though some follow the Ivy League's decision, it's a different area. The schools are in different regions of the country." Uh, and so we'll just see how it plays I out. I think what makes, to me, common sense is for you to not start when you're supposed to. Start in October. That gives you a couple months to run through the fall with practicing, piling bodies on each other, and, and figuring out, see, are we spreading this, and then are we taking it back into the classroom, see how it's impacting over it, because we can find out in a couple months, how's this impacting everybody? Um, if you think you're going to go sit in the stands with 80 to 100,000 people, that's not going to happen. No, no. But, I, but I do think you can use some common sense over the next couple months and kind of figure it out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't on July the 15th or July the 30th cancel the entire thing. I just wouldn't do that. You've got a few months to play with, and let's see what happens. Yeah, now the, the coaches are saying let's make a decision already because now understand that their side of things. They're trying to get teams ready, and they don't know if they've got a well, season I, or I not. I think they can so let's make, make a decision de- that we're playing, yeah. but if something happens between now and, say, October, then you can pull the plug. The other side is 
well, no, let's let's start on time or earlier because when flu season comes around, we need to be wrapping up sooner yeah. uh, as far as college campuses go. I know, what was it, Harvard uh, announced that they were starting a little bit early. Was it Harvard? I can't remember. Uh, they, they announced they were starting a little early so their, their fall break could be early uh, and they could go ahead and send the kids home for their, their holidays and get them out of off campus for a month and a half or so. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. The Power Five has they have not made their decision yet, but Ivy League did yesterday. Um, there's uh, there's other things out there too when it comes to sports. I see where Amazon has already pulled all Washington Redskins merch off of Amazon. You can't find it. Uh, and and the Washington <laughs> Redskins. They don't change their name. Uh, well, they, they just don't want to sell it because it's so evil. Is that what it is? Yeah, it says here Amazon removes Washington Redskins merchandise from site and as well. It says here, uh, as the um, the Washington Redskins will are to remove the Native American imagery from the logo. Uh, if so, that's that's already you know. Well, and I hate to break it to Amazon. You know, that's a sale they'll lose because yeah. somebody will continue making it, yeah. and you can purchase it there. Somebody yeah, can be the Redskins. Uh, I know Amazon doesn't need the Washington Redskins money. Okay, don't. I get that. <laughs> but, um, but I'll say this. What they're doing is there because it's probably going to be a spike in Redskins merchandise because people want to get it before yeah. they change. Yeah, um, I kind of want that one. and guns. Yeah, and and an update here, just a real quick update before we go to break. Um, Lady Annabellum, uh, the update. If you remember, Lady you're, if you remember, they changed their name to Lady A. They were trying to get out in front of things, yeah. and now I'm, I'm like Greg singer. said, Never, if they <laughs> if, if they hadn't have done it, if they hadn't have changed their name, then you don't know if they would have even been called out, but in the cancel culture and hey, we got to change names of everything that we don't like. Lady Annabellum went to Lady A, but there was a blues singer that went by Lady A. Well, now there's a lawsuit involved because now this Lady A, the blues singer, wants ten million dollars. Yeah, see the, the headline says Lady A sues blues mm. singer. Well, yeah. they went to her and tried to work it out. And this is the part back, you won't hear from they most came back people. with an offer of ten million dollars. And they're like, Well, they said, Well, if you want to play that game, we actually in in twenty eleven registered a patent for Lady A and nobody gave us any pushback. So we'll let the course decide whether or not we were trying to, you know, I don't know what they had offered to work it out, but they wanted ten million and they're like, Nah. Eh. I'm afraid. Of course, now here she goes. She's claiming that they're they're using their privilege and that you know it was racist that they didn't care before. Why do they care now? You know, again, it's never enough. Mm -hmm. So, but the headline says basically like this poor singer they're suing her. Well, they they're suing her because she wants ten million dollars. They're they're basically saying, look, we think we have a patent on this anyway, and let's just let the courts decide whether Mm -hmm. we do or not. Right. You know, and she may be writing another blues song about this. Of course, yeah, she says, you know, she's talking about how NASCAR cost her money to fight it. And, mm-hmm. well, you know, I mean, she had an opportunity to get a reasonable check out of this yeah. and move forward. She had an opportunity to go get the patents way before they did, and that doesn't cost anything hardly exactly. in her world if she's making that kind of money. And there, I think she and, claims she has a patent, but their argument is, well, there was no pushback then. Right, yeah. right. Back to 2006, 2007. They said that they were using both interchangeably, like you yeah. said, Antebellum and A. Yeah. Uh, and then in eleven, they did the patent or whatever, and they're like, "You didn't raise any questions then, and they were and, willing but now to, you won't." Yeah. And, and that we were willing to, you know, within reason, work something out with you. But now that you're wanting ten million dollars, we'll just have to go to court on. Yeah, yeah. I don't basically. blame them. Even though the, now the headline's going to portray that this big successful white band is right. coming down on this, you know, not as which is ridiculous. Well known, yeah. African American woman. Yeah. Because she says it's their privilege they're they're using. On right. Okay. Well, there you go. There's an update. We'll see how that rolls out. Uh, just skimming the surface of, of some of these stores. Probably go a little bit more in depth during the main show. But 
Uh, that's some of uh, the news out today. We'll take your phone calls, uh, hit around some other stories here uh, before we get over to uh, top of the hour and Rick and Bubba join us for the main show. 866-WE-BE-BIG, the number when you call. Nanny Nanny Brew Brew, she's answering, so give us a call. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. Brought to you right now by Gabby.com slash Bubba. Uh, always looking for ways to save money. I mean, look at Helmsy. He just took a free lawnmower he didn't want uh, just to save money. So I mean, you know that we're trying to yeah. save money here on the show. Struggling through I it. I mean, uh, you know, when it comes to car insurance, uh, homeowner's insurance, uh, it, it sometimes, and I'll be honest with you, it gets a little overwhelming. You don't know if you've got a good deal or not. Are you paying a good rate or not? I don't know. Uh, Gabby.com slash Bubba. Uh, they can tell you exactly what it looks like because they get the exact same oh. coverage that you've got right now. And, uh, and they shop it around. Uh, about 40 of the top insurance providers uh, like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, State Farm, Allstate Farmers, and many more. And they, uh, they, it takes about two minutes, and then they look around, and they can tell you, oh, yeah, you got your, you know, you got your good rate. Stay with who you are. Or look how much money we could save you if you just moved to someone else with the exact same plan you've got. The exact same coverage you currently have. Customers at Gabby.com slash Bubba save $825 per year on average. Take two minutes today and see what it can save you on your car or homeowner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash Bubba. Gabby is spelled G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. Or you can also find a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, we promoted some phones, and there's some out there now. A lot of topics on, uh, on the table here, or you can create your own. Uh, let's go to, uh, it says Nick here in Wetumpka, hey, Alabama, uh, is help holding on. So uh, what's going on, Nick? Hey, not a whole lot, guys. Uh, I enjoy listening to you. Um, I just had a quick question. Uh, what makes a pandemic be a pandemic? Is it the death toll rates? Because I, I, I came across a little tidbit of information that th- there's not enough percentage of death during this pandemic it's, anymore it has, for it to yeah. be a pandemic. It's just a disease that spreads. A, yeah, it's not. It, it has nothing to do with the death. It's this. It's, it's a. It's, it's a disease that spreads worldwide. Yeah, is what the definition a, of a right. pandemic over is. a whole country or the world. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that's that what here. we've got. Right. So that's why they keep calling it. Pandemic. We're all in on it. Yeah. yeah, we're all in on it. Now, it. It. You know, the media is going to play us all against each other, depending on on what you think. Like it, at one point, it was all about. Uh, ventilators. We had to have everybody had to have ventilators. There were ventilator shortage. Well, at first it was hospitals. Then, then it was hospital. Well, yeah, hospital, hospital beds, ICU, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Then we had hospitals creating extra wings uh, of the hospital for ICU only. Well, those are being shut down. Even hospital workers sent home because there's not enough patients, uh, and and so they're being sent home. But the, you're not hearing a lot about that. Then it was all about the deaths. I mean, y'all, the deaths are coming in. Wow, the deaths. And then when the deaths started declining, it's all about the increase in cases. But they don't tell you that the deaths are going down. So it's just you just got to do your own research, make your own decision, be smart, and then uh, you can't and, let you can't necessarily let the word pandemic scare you um, mm-hmm. because as we as this does unfold, we're we're getting some good evidence that it's on our 
time is on our side mm-hmm. as far as that goes, as far as the death rates and those things. But yes, it is, it is still yeah, okay exactly. to call it a pandemic. Yeah. Because it is. That it is. is. It is. It's, it's a pandemic. It's countrywide, it yeah. is. Large area. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Kirk. He's calling from Muscle Shoals, <clears throat> Alabama. Excuse me. Kirk, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. I'm done it. Um, so I've been listening to the show the last couple of days, listening to this real lawnmower issue. Yeah. And I'm just kind of curious no as to why in the world somebody has a section of yard they have to mow that they can't get a regular push mower to it without carrying it. Uh, he, he lives on the bottom of a, of a hill, and and I and the the front of his yard. And Hamden, I don't mean to speak for you. It, it's elevated from where the garage is. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's you just have to see it. I mean, that's yeah. It, you can't just wheel it out there and start mowing. You have to pick it up. It's uh, there's railroad cross ties that uh, there's different sections and areas, and it's elevated. It looks from really the house. nice, by the way. It's just hard to get to. Yeah, it's hard to get to it. Yeah. I didn't yeah, build it like that. Uh, it's on you, pal. Yeah. Let's go to Greg, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Greg, what's going on? Hey, good, good morning, guys. How hey, are you all doing? We're good. Uh, I just uh, wanted to let you know uh, I played football against Rick. Uh, mm. I, I played at Sacks. Oh, and, Wildcats uh, are back. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but I've been listening to you guys uh, periodically over the last 20 years, and I just wanted to let you know you, you guys are as good uh, as you've ever been. Uh, my, my name's Greg Bell, by the way. I don't, I don't know if Rick remembers me. I was the, the tight end for sack. Oh, um, oh boy. Uh, oh, back uh, in the day, huh? back in the early eighties, uh-huh. huh? But played for coach Bryant for a few years, but anyway, okay. I, you know, I just, uh, uh, want to let you know, and y'all are as good as you've ever been. And the, uh, this morning's, uh, performance when everyone was getting their temperature taken, I mean, I'm still rolling in the floor on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank Body you. heat, yeah, what we like yeah. to call it. I thank mean, you, Greg. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Wildcats are back. Wildcats are back. <laughs> Wildcats are back. So I'm assuming Body he's heat. probably. Go ahead. Yeah, confused right. me with the temperature thing. Yeah, well. So is he listening to an affiliate uh, maybe that's playing a replay yeah, from yesterday? that or he's yeah. listening to a, a I appreciate Greg either way. Yeah, yeah. Or he's uh, from Saks and he's confused. <laughs> I, I cannot see Johnny's uh, subject, but I do see that it's Johnny. Sacks, listen. What's up, Johnny? Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Tell us a joke, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Hey, y- y'all might just remember me after I say this. Hey, sweet Magnolia, pushing that real mower around ain't going to get your man card back if you can't pick up a small power mower and put it up there on the grass. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy. Sweet <laughs> Magnolia. <laughs> That's fine. Look, I work smarter. <laughs> I'm just going to work smarter. He does it shirtless, too. He, that, which I'm is not crazy. worried about a man card. He cuts shirtless, I know, but he didn't want to pick is. it up. Yeah. Uh, let's go to um, – Have a great day, pal. Let's go to Johnny. I mean, I'm sorry. No, let's go to Danny. Danny now. Danny, what's going on in Florida? Hey, hey y'all. How y'all doing this morning? We're doing it. Good, there we are all doing it. Hey, uh. <laughs> and doing it again. That's right. I'm talking about Lady, uh, Lady Annabellum and all that stuff. Why – uh, why is there such a double standard right now on that racism, you reckon? Why it's all directed toward white people being so racist toward other races, and the other races are the only one that's showing any racism right now. I don't understand why anybody don't talk from the other spectrum of it. Well, they are. A lot of people are There's talking Danny. from that spectrum. Danny, and, and, Danny, I agree with you. I he do. fit the word racism in. <laughs> he did. He did. I, don't I know I, that he could use it any more I than he I did I counted that one six sentence. times. Good job, Danny. Uh, he made a point. <laughs> he did. He brought it home. Huh? Take you How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? <laughs> <laughs> if a woodchuck. 
I watch. Yeah, it. you can't. <laughs> Quit chugging that wood. Oh yeah, that I, like that. I, love that. I love that. Yeah, Who doesn't love it? Um, so uh, a couple of other things here as we go to break that you need to be uh, aware of. Um, I don't know how Johnny was listening. I think it was Johnny. It could have been a podcast. It could have been uh, iTunes or whatever. When we were confused on that was Bill. Bill. Okay, I can't remember when he was bringing up. Johnny topics. was the one that got on me about the lawnmower. Right. Of course, right. he still goes by Johnny, and he sounded like he's in his forties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I you should be John by now. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but today's uh, Rick and Bubba University podcast that we record that's going to hit Saturday morning is going to feature Paul Feinbaum yeah. of ESPN. And I think the discussion, you know, besides his history with the show, because he, if you don't know this, you're listening around the country, he started in Birmingham and then has moved on to, to be on ESPN, and you see him all the time when it comes to college football and, and other topics, really. They have him on a, a good bit with Get Up and uh, the show with Greenberg and all that. Yeah. Uh, he will be on today, and I'm sure the Ivy League making their decision. Other yeah. decisions will uh, be talked about when it comes to college football and sports in general. So don't miss that. And uh, whenever you get your podcast, uh, make sure that you're uh, setting your notifications, sub- uh, subscribing, and uh, and liking us as well uh, to where you know Saturday morning when that hits, uh, it is available. Uh, also, don't forget YouTube and, and Facebook and all that is also uh, where you can go. Those are always avenues for you. But it'll be an interesting topic. We haven't talked to him in a long time, but he has got quite a history with the I show. I want to say the last time I, that we've had any direct contact with him was probably at Regions a couple years ago. Yeah. At yeah, the Regents yeah. Tradition. Right. That's usually where we do our catch-up with Paul. <laughs> yeah, just and, a real And quick. we didn't have it this year, so <laughs> no. we, haven't, we haven't had a chance to catch up with Yeah, it. but that'll be uh, recorded today, and then it'll hit uh, Saturday morning, so check that out. Check that out. Check it out. Rick and Bubba join us here after top of the hour break, uh, so we'll have got that going for us. Don't forget rickandbubba.com is where you go for all the links and show notes from the topics of the day, where that Ivy League uh, link will be right now because we've already talked about it. Plus, you can follow the show members or the show in general. All social links are on the homepage. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. How about you? We start this hour as uh, we've been doing since uh, the attack on America back on 9/11 with the national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs bursting in air That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave 
It's uh, eight minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. A lot to do going forward on the program today. Your phone calls, obviously, always a big part of that. Uh, so we have a Rick and Bubba intern today uh, helping us out. I believe it is a Nanny Nanny Brew Brew. So uh, she'll, she'll bang out a degree in common sense today, and she'll handle those phones at the number that I just gave you. 866-WE-BE-BIG-SPEEDY, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here and ready to go uh, as we break down the stories of the day. But we must bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. And most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man, <laughs> hold on a minute. Uh, the man with the, the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master out of Kane's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Buster! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in and get a big old helping of Rick and Bubba. Two scoops, please. Seconds are allowed, if you dare. Put your hands up. That song, I snap. I hear that over and over. I can hear just keep on. I just keep on hearing it. So uh, we'll we'll break down those stories today. Some of them will sound. uh, uh Oh, wait a minute! I'm sorry. Before we do anything, we got staff members and team members in here. I mean, they haven't had their. I'm good. Bubba's good. He's good. Bubba's got his uh, thermometer out. He's uh, aiming at every team member's head. How's Helmsy? He good. What's that? Body. How's Greg? When your body won't do what he good. Hey. How's Adler? How's Adler? He good. What's that? Body. What's that? Body. Oh, Miss Rick. Who's good? Who's good? Thank you for that. Still good. <laughs> a couple times in a year. Still good. I still want to know when we, what we're going to scream when we're not good. He's hot. 
Well, we're gonna start running. We'll scream, he's hot. That person, he gone. He out. He's out. He out of here. Greg, Greg, don't forget when we'll send him into this fourteen day quarantine that we just pulled out of the air. Where do we come up with this? I know. Not I know. fifteen. Rick, fifteen's too long. By the way, we're, not has anybody ever said? Let me say the science is fourteen thing. Fourteen day thing. Hey, we're going. We're going to stay right here. That's how long no, they, they think to yeah. be safe. Based on what? Well, how long people that were not showing I'd symptoms have said were exposed, right. and then they did. Well, so for for instance, so and somebody, some of y'all the out there, incubation period. Some of you out there that may still That's be right traveling right. can help me with this because <laughs> Sherry was asking this question because you know Sherry's. Um, she was supposed to go to France and Israel in the spring, and of course that was shut down. Well, we're supposed to go to Montreal in September if Canada, you know, starts the Rick. letting people in. So, and but that's not the point. I'm, I'm not. I sure. wouldn't worry about that one. I wouldn't pack just yet. Well, I wouldn't. But but let me. The, I don't think Canada will let you in. Well, that, that's what I just said. If they if they yeah. if they start letting people America. in, again. the gates shut. But I'm going back to this. Can't go. We're not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that. They don't let anybody in. This is the one that Sherry and I discussed yesterday because. Like we like a lot of this stuff says follow the science, and I'm like, well, nobody's ever showed me the science of say 14 mm-hmm. days. Nobody's ever showed me the science of you can wear a mask, but you can pull it down where your nose is exposed yeah. if it gets uncomfortable to you, or or you can walk in one on then take it off. All this stuff. So Sherry asked this question, and it was a good question. She says, "All right, so there's, for instance, if you if you want to go to France right now, they're taking people, and everything's open in France. However, if you come from another country." You must quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, when you get there. Yeah. Well, how, how do they do that? Well, you mm. have to uh, you have to get like in a hotel room and but who you have who, to but, who but who monitors you? Well, it's it's voluntary, but if they catch you out and you don't have your paperwork, then but you're who? In trouble. But we who, got states that are doing that in America. Yeah. But but that, I got all that. Oh, I, I agree. I, Who's I'm, in charge? I'm back to impl- if it's up to me, I'll just hide. Let them. me be specific about my question. My question is implementation. Like and Sherry said that she said so. I say I arrive in France. Yeah. Does somebody meet me and say we understand you're from America, and then do they walk me they to my, and they, they walk me to my hotel? Yeah. And they, and they do this for everybody coming in, and then they watch me, and they have somebody monitor me to see if I ever leave I my hotel do. and go down know. and have a cup of coffee. I see, I, I agree. I, so how do you implement that? I think when you come into the country, you have whatever documentation you have, and then if they catch you out. They go. They want to see what you know date you got there, and, and it has to be past fourteen Show days, right? So where where do you get Show your paper your when you come in the airport? I guess you have to keep your uh, your airline ticket or something. I'm sure they yeah. tell you about it. Yeah, well, now let's go to the state. So I'll I'm ru- sure they have a nice system that they explain to you in a very kind <laughs> French language way, where you think they're being nice to you. Yeah, so all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I, don't put it so all of a sudden, I roll in. I roll into you know one of the forty states that won't let anybody from Alabama come right. Now. Okay, all right. And I roll into the state. Does somebody meet me at the state line? I don't think they do, Rick. Okay. Does, does somebody see my my car tag and go, "How long have you been here?" Mm-hmm. And I say, 15 days." Oh, okay. I, I mean, oh, you're good. Who who, who monitors this? Well, I think, I think police, a lot of these people say this to just be sharp. People in one of the states, uh, if it was an out of state tag, they were stopping them and asking them. And I don't know if a judge said they couldn't do that one or not. I don't remember. You know, there's been so many, so many uh, legal. 
filings on all. We're well, speaking now, of legal filings. So, so, I guess, so I guess my biggest question is: This is just a volunteer. We we want you to do. Yes, it. and we want we want to say there's these no way, things. There's to no be way. Sharp. To, there's no way to make anybody do no, this. Not even at all. when the states were talking about it, I was like, Well, who? If you go to that state, right. who's going to say, Oh, you're from Alabama? You got to give us 14 days. And then somebody follows you around the hotel for 14 straight days. You know that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Rick, it's not volunteer that you do it. It's voluntary how you do it, and you're in charge right. of keeping up with it. But if they catch you breaking it, they can fine you or yeah. take you to jail. I, I, yeah. I don't if they could, I don't know. I don't think I'm, take you to jail. But yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like you see me on the street, and you go, are you, are, are you're no, I'm talking about France. Yeah. Oh, okay. France. Are, are you from Alabama? Uh, yeah. How long have you been here? Fifteen days. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Oh, they've checked exactly. Because you have to, you have to have some kind of whatever your, your passport to be stamped when you came in the country. That's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm back to now. I'm in the United States, oh, in the states. I, Rick's in New York. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. New York. Unless you've got people at every state line. I don't know how to do that. And and do you have the manpower to follow around everybody who's who might be coming from all these different places? No, I, I don't think they do it that way. I think if they catch you, then they change. Yeah. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. So we were talking about, um, and we're, we're reading now the different countries, but then a more complicated question, the different states in our own country that are claiming that if you come from certain places, you have to quarantine for 14 days. And what we're asking about, certainly understand the, the, the thought, even understand that there are penalties that you can um, you know, get in trouble uh, based on the country. Uh, and it may be different based on the state here. Uh, but how do you implement this? And uh, we have callers that are can add to this, but it, it looks like a lot of this is going to be very similar, which I thought, and I've never been, praise the Lord, on probation. But I know that when, a lot of times when you're put on probation, you're told to check in with a probation officer and to inform them of what you're doing. But we all know that's just kind of a, a buddy deal, and you get away with it unless they catch that you didn't do well, it. Well, if if they don't, then yeah. an, a warrant for their arrest can be, and they violated terms right. of the parole. Right, but but the key is, you know, you have to just they take your word for it unless they can catch you. Uh, and now, if they catch you, then you know, usually. Yeah. And well, you, I think they actually before you go in, you have to tell them where you're going to be, right. so they know where you're going to be, right. and then they have people out going to. Yeah, I'm sure on. there's more paperwork than there used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's all about implementation. And and like yeah. I know when I've been traveled around the world, and especially if you're involved in some sort of mission trip, it's very common when you go into countries, they have always asked you these kind of questions. Where are you staying? How long will you be here? Now, can I tell you how many times anybody ever checked if we were where we said we were? Oh, no. Never. But, I mean, but we still had to answer all those questions, and I guess it will be very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, this is that curfew that coach either comes by or doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it's like a curfew. That's it. And <laughs> if you get caught, it's bad. Yep. Rusty in Grand Cayman. Hey, Rusty, how you doing? Doing great, fellas. Y'all have gotten me through this curfew deal down here. Rusty, are you in uh, on Grand Cayman right now? I'm looking out my balcony at the beautiful water, Bubba. Oh man, that's awesome. Mm. So you- seven wild. Was it seven miles wide, twenty two long, something like that? Something so, like that, about 80 square miles with a population around 64,000. So how long have you been there? 
We've been here since January 2019. I'm on the work permit. Yeah, and so what what are they doing in Grand Cayman? <laughs> uh, locking you down, buddy. Really? Uh, we've been under lockdown since uh, the second week in March, and up until June the 1st, uh, you pretty much had to stay at home. Uh, after about the first month and a half, we were allowed to go out and get groceries on a certain days. Our days were Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And the only thing you could do is go get groceries and go to the pharmacy. Nothing was open. They shut down all hotels, airports, cruise ports. Uh, they had uh, curfews that uh, were highly enforced. You could only go out from uh, 7 o'clock, 6 a.m. in the morning until 6 at night, only if you were an essential employee. You were designated. You were given paperwork. You could be out. You could not be out. The first person that was caught breaking curfew, uh, they sentenced him to four months in prison. <laughs> Don't get your attention on that one. So, Rusty, are you renting a house? Is that how you're living there? We, we're renting a condo. And uh, to get to your question, guys, and kind of give you a little background here, We've only had uh, 200 and something positive cases tested here. The only one person that has been put on a ventilator was actually a person that come off a cruise ship with a heart attack, and it was only after he was sent to the hospital they found out he had COVID-19, and he subsequently died. Right. Yeah. So they're they're going the extra mile there, huh? Yeah. So hey- oh, yes, sir. Everybody has to wear a mask. Even when you go out in public, you have to wear a mask. They have just this past couple of weeks released it a little bit. So you wear a mask only in public places. But it's like you were saying there, you walk into a restaurant with a mask on, you sit down, you take your mask off. If you go to the bathroom, you put your mask on, you come back. But uh, right now, uh, the government facilities and how the quarantine works here. It's like Rick was saying, when you fly into the country, the first thing they ask you with your passport is, what's your purpose here? And you tell them, and they say, okay, you're going to quarantine for 14 days. They actually put you on a bus, carry you to a government facility, which here uh, is one or two of the different hotels. And they put you in the hotel, and they furnish your food and everything, but it's at a cost to you of about $2,000. And now over the 14 days, you stay there, and they have somebody watching you so that you don't leave. So yeah, they're serious about it. Yeah, well, it's serious. That's a little oh, easier to do on an island, but when you're when you're talking about a city the you know the size of New York City, or you're talking about a country you know like France or Canada, that's a little harder to 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 do. An island's simpler, but at least like you said, that's how they're handling it there. So. Uh, and and when you got a small area like that, it's probably much easier. Gosh, I want to know if Rusty could go out to the Seven Mile Beach, or is that, that <laughs> off limits too? Uh, oh, what a beautiful place, yeah. Jonathan and Clanton. Jonathan, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, just wanted to call uh, Survivor Island runner up. By the way, oh, oh, oh wow, Rick and Bubba's real Survivor. <laughs> yeah, Island. good to hear from you. <laughs> so we're going to be traveling for several months uh, across the United States this fall and winter, and I'm just wondering. Uh, is there a way for us to know what would we do to check to see, like, are we going to pull up to Mount Rushmore somewhere and they're going to say, hey, you're from Alabama, you're not supposed to be here, or, or camping sites? or That was my what, question. What do, you, well, what do you think would be the best way for us to find out? I can tell uh, you. All right, listen, Helms yeah, has got the I found the this in the break. So go to, um, go to show notes, and I have put a link to um, its uh, travel restrictions per state. 
and it gives oh, you it gives you everything that actually and, and some of it's changed. Like Alabama's never had anything. California's actually never had anything. Yeah. But there are some states that have had issued uh, quarantines and then they've pulled off of it or it's expired. And so it's every state is listed with all their information, and then from there you can go figure out what parks and all that's open. So it's oh, pretty good. Great. Yeah, that's it's pretty good information. Do you, if, do you get it? Show have, notes at rickandbubba.com. Is your quarantine shorter if you say you're there for a protest? Do you know? That's, Ooh. No, I, I think, I mean, you know, those are, those are yeah, legitimate. You did have people travel in for that. Boy, you did. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want a comedian filling that form out. No. You know, you'd probably get did, were they checking where everybody was from at every street corner? No. Mm-hmm. Byron and Decatur, go ahead. Good morning. Hey, hey what's buddy. up, Byron? I'm, well, the best way that they'll keep up with your quarantine is all the Karens and the Kens in the community. Yeah, okay, there'll be a Karen and a Ken <laughs> See, on every corner. Yeah, this gives them something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we anyway. put them to work. See, that's that's the key. You you find a job that everybody can use their talents. I think what we're finding out today, if you travel around the world, every country is wildly different and unique, so you need to research it. Every state is wildly different and unique, so you just have to do a lot of research based on where you may be traveling, and you can find that information, and we've got something that'll help you in show notes at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big. Thank you for being with us. Hey, I do want you to go to Casper.com right now, slash Bubba. That's Casper.com, uh, slash Bubba, the sleep company with these outrageously comfortable mattresses. Uh, everybody sleeping better and loving them. And uh, you've got to July the thirteenth to take advantage of um, of some savings using the promo code Keep. Cool 10. Keep cool 10. Uh, what that's going to get you is 10% off your entire order uh, through the 13th. You get free shipping, you get free returns, uh, and uh, you can uh, you know look at the mattresses they have that give you all night comfort. Best of all, now they all have the airscape technology. Uh, air moves through and the heat stays out so you can sleep cool all night. Doesn't get any better than a Casper mattress, and they ship it right to your door. Uh, and you bring it in. You can do this contactless now if you want to. Uh, and then you set it up and you uh, put it in the room where you want to sleep and you try it out. Uh, free returns, free shipping, and 10% off with Keep Cool 10 as the promo code. If you go to Casper.com or you click on the link at RickandBubba.com. I did want to take Larry's call out of Louisiana. Larry, go ahead. You had a question and we ran out of time. So go ahead, Larry. I was just uh, wanting to know if y'all have heard of Dr. Richard Bartlett out of Texas. Uh, you, you know, name doesn't ring a bell. I was sent a video from some doctor from Texas, and it's probably him. So, so I, I think I, I just didn't breathing know, treatment. I, yeah, I just didn't know that was his name. And what, but just tell us what what is he talking about? Yeah, it is. It's uh, he's came out with well, it's been a drug that's been on the market. Uh, I see that, yeah. But it's I, I don't I can't say the name of it. But it's you take it with a nebulizer. It's, it's actually for asthma. Yeah. He said he's had a hundred percent. Uh positive on getting rid of the coronavirus yeah somebody 
Yes, yeah, somebody did tell me about that. And He's talking about the, the Philippines and these other countries that have been yeah. using it that have just low death rates. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what what is the treatment? It's some know? type of steroid they use for asthma, I That's think, right, and yeah. it's a, like a nebulizer when you, you breathe the breathing treatment. A huffer? Yeah. 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 You like have to come in and you have to go do breathing yeah. treatments yeah. at the doctor's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. Where they show you, see how much you can blow the little ball up and all that kind of stuff. Well, well you, you just you yeah. suck the – it blows. That mist and all that? Yeah, that mist. Yeah, that's what it is. So he says he's having great success with that. This guy says he said 100%. Now, he did, I think he did say that as far as patients that he has dealt with, that, that he has zero deaths. Now, again, I, I don't know what's what. But right. Now they're, this article here, they're showing an actual inhaler. Yeah, so I, I don't know. But you know when you get a I breathing treatment about, at the yeah. doctor? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what it is. Look, that's if, what it is. straight up breathing treatment. If he's having some success yeah. with that, I think we should look at it. Oh, now, yeah. You yeah, know, but they I, can take that and put it in an inhaler and give it but, to people. Right. And like you said, it's been around forever and it's cheap. But well, here's the problem. We don't have a handle on all this. You need to look at anything that somebody says they're having success and <laughs> measure it scientifically. Yeah. Now, let me wave a caution flag. For the love of all that's good and kind, don't let Trump like this. Yeah. That's right. No. <laughs> it's not a Trump. If, if Biden actually came out with this one. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I'll let you use it. Well, if, if Biden is endorsing this one, it'll be the greatest thing the ever. world has ever now, seen. Now, he doesn't know it. Yeah, right. because of the mental state he's in, but right, he actually yeah. did. All right, so if, if Joe Biden says, let's look into this, then we're allowed to. If President Trump says, look into it, then it's the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, you're racist if you even try it. Right. As a matter of fact, the, this nebulizer will become racist if Trump says he likes it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, go to Bobby. Hey, Bob, welcome to the program. Hey there, big Bobby. Out of New York. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. This is Bobby from Robertsdale, presently in the communist state of New York. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> When I checked into the hotel last night, I noticed this list there on the counter, and it said, um, you know, people to be persons to be quarantined from are from these states. And I was handing my guy, uh, handing the guy my driver's license, and he looked at me. I said, is this going to keep me from getting a room? He said, no, man, don't worry about it. But, uh, hey, uh, but I noticed that most of the states, if not all, were Trump support, uh, big Trump supporters. Oh, yeah, red, red states and blue states, but, uh, that, that's too di- – when you deal with you everything, know, it's different, including uh, COVID-19. Blue states are having tremendous success. Red states skyrocketing. <laughs> now, let me, yeah. uh, let me ask yeah. you this. So they didn't – they knew you were from Alabama. It says that right. you know they have all this on there. Did they require anything of you to check into the hotel and, and, and now you're staying in New York? No, it was a young gentleman. I'm, I'm, uh, I was just staying there for one night. I'm, I'm on a truck, so, um, I was just, just there uh, for that one, for one, that one night last night. But no, it was a young man, and he, I said, you know, like I said, I, I asked him, I said, is this going to prevent me from getting a room? He said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be concerned with that. And I said, all right, so I don't want somebody to come here in the middle of the night and. You know, drag me out of here. He said, "No, he's no threat of that." So. Well, you better hope Comrade De Blasio didn't find out about that. <laughs> oh, hey, you removed trouble escape, now. Escape, escape. Lo- do you do you just love the fact that he said, "Well, no, no, all this race, this this." These numbers on crime rates, that's because everybody's been cooped up. It's, it has nothing to do with yeah. the lawlessness of New York City. No, Rick, defunding the police department. Not <laughs> at all. Hey, Rick, what a goof. What you know? a, that's just- Brian's in the great state of Mississippi. Brian, go yeah. ahead. Hey, fellas, how y'all this morning? Fired up and ready. Mm-hmm. Just, just fired Man, up and ready. like a flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, let y'all know the Meridian Mississippi Walmart over here, they're not taking anything but cards now, no cash or anything. Y'all got anything like that going on in Birmingham? No cash, no coins. Uh, I think there was a 
Chick-fil-A somewhere. Maybe doing. maybe some, a little bit. And uh, are they saying they're having a hard time with currency or they just don't want to deal with the, the, the germs with the currency? Well, the little cashier lady yesterday just told me that they are no coins are coming in at all. Yeah, they there is a coin situation that's going on. Out. But I know, I Bubba. I'm not taking cash. Either. I'm confused. Who's getting all the coins? The, the last I saw, and again, I'm giving you just the general well, stuff because you're going to demand. Greg, what you, is it? You know what the word on the street is. Yeah, you're, What's the word? Bubba, you're going to do I haven't heard anything. Who's Bubba. hoarding coins? I know. For what reason? I'll tell you one thing. Who deals with a lot of coins anyway? Yeah, I know. But from what I saw, and again, I'm just going to give you the general statements because yeah. yeah. we know when all else fails, everything is COVID-19's fault. And uh, from what I've gathered, because of all the quarantining and restrictions and yeah, okay. and all that, that they they're having a hard time cranking out the number of coins that we could crank out in pre-COVID nineteen. Okay, so let me let me let me take that. Okay. So we, I don't know any we current, I mean, we we apparently replace coins at a high number, right? They take them out of circulation and destroy them. I guess. I, I and new ones go in? Because they're not just yeah, adding I'm not, them. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how coins work. <laughs> so, and I understand you're not maybe wanting to hand one thing to another. That and, and that could be. Yeah. But why is there a shortage of it? I don't know. But of course, you know. I mean, are, what are people doing with it? Look, the pastor said in one of his dreams, we're not going to have any. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, by the that, way, that's strange. And by the way, we've I, booked him for a upcoming Rick and Bubba University podcast. I, I, I understand yeah. you handing things could obviously help to promote the move of this virus, but I don't think legally you cannot take cash. I think there's a federal law that says you must accept that. By the way, now pa- if they don't and you can't deal with them, you know, of course, you know, trying to prove your case, you know, would be. It would take a lot of time and money to do that, but I, I think I think you have to accept legal tender as payment in the United States. Well, I know that for for baseball, you know, I've, on all these travel tournaments, entry fee, a lot of them have gone to cards only. They don't expect. Well, a lot of it's because I think whoever's working the gates taken from the top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, a lot I, of it I too is just. But but it's it's like like in the concession and in entry, it's card only. Yeah, but back to Bo's point, is there? Do you have any legal standing to say you can't you can't refuse to take my legal? They, they may not have legal standing, but you can't. It takes too long for you to win your case so, so you might cares? as well just you know got to caution you greg because i know you've got, you, you, you probably won't go any further with it it will not be to the level of babylon b so let me go ahead and refer let you know that okay, okay. you're going to hear some pole dark references a lot and i apologize for that oh, but but it's not going to be to the level of babylon b okay but in pole dark they actually talk about how people freaked out the first time they left the gold standard and uh, and they started paying everybody with legal tender, and when they started handling pieces of paper, they all went nuts and said, oh, this, yeah. said, said this has no standing. And uh, they were like, it does. It has a seal on it. Of course, we had counterfeiters right out of the gate. Yeah, oh, but yeah. but they were talking about people freaked out the first time. They weren't just getting yeah. I knew that. Girl, I knew that girl to. at Pole Dark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hired. She was trouble. Yeah, she was. She was making yeah, up. You got. You got to keep that on her. What a tramp. <laughs> See the, the, right, so, the dollar is just basically it's a contract. Right. But but it, they it actually cover them yeah. moving to the bank said we're now going to paper, paper that yeah. represents yeah. and and of course the workers. Is this in the Great Pole Dark? Yeah, when, yeah. Hey, when they lined up, you know, on payday, when, you know, we lined up on payday, oh, and you yeah. sitting there with paper, they didn't like it. They really well, and see that, that gold. <laughs> that's that's why we went away from that standard because we couldn't grow the economy past the amount of gold we had. Right. So it it had to. Of course, you've often wondered if that was the right thing to do to leave the gold standard. Well. It, it, it created a lot it, of debt. It, didn't it? It, it turns into monopoly money at that point, right? And uh, so you know you can argue that point. I guess. Of course, the more you print, the less value it actually has. 
That is correct. <laughs> when we come back, we had a story That's yesterday. For something. We had a story yesterday that was called in at the end of the live show concerning a policeman being denied uh, service at a very popular burger chain. And we do have that story. It looks like, sadly, it is a real story. We'll talk about it when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings it's me ten minutes to, to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, comes your way again this weekend. If you've never seen those, there's 37 of them that we have done with various guests on various topics. Uh, the Rick and Bubba University podcast is a unique podcast that uh, is available to you most every week. Now, this is not this is different from the uh, podcast archives of the main show that you get every day. Uh, this is its uh, own unique show, uh, and it will be available to you again this weekend. Uh, what's going to happen with college football? Uh, we, you know, we got the Ivy League story, which we'll talk about again. I know the kickoff hours already covered that, uh, but we'll pick that up again later and discuss. Does that mean anything? I agree with their commentary on it. I think they're right on that. But it, it, it's a different deal for the Ivy League to shut down football versus the SEC or any of the Big Five. But anyway, we'll talk to Paul Feinbaum from ESPN and the SEC Network about that in Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, that'll be coming up this weekend. We'll record that today. All right, so uh, we, we had uh, a caller uh, or two that called in uh, yesterday involving a, a place in Alabama called Daphne, Alabama. Now, this is down near the bay, down near the water, and uh, this is on the bottom of Alabama. And they claimed that there was a Five Guys location uh, that refused service to some of the local law enforcement, even turning their backs and refusing to serve them. And we were running out of time. The show was ending. We couldn't really follow up on it. Uh, we did say we had not heard the story at that time. Uh, but now there is a story. Daphne Police releases a statement on the incident at Five Guys. Uh, they said the employees turned their backs on them when they entered the restaurant. The officers said one of the employees was overheard saying, I'm not serving them. The officers left and went to another restaurant. The officers, officers claimed six or seven employees all acted the same. A sign on the door to the establishment states the restaurant is not open to dine-in service and that masks are required for entry. The sign states the establishment offers curbside, carry-out, and delivery service options. So uh, so here is what the Daphne Police Department has released. The Daphne Police Department appreciates the outpouring of support from our community, from supporters of law enforcement across the country. We also want to thank five guys on a corporate and local level. We've been working through the situation and there, there, there has been total cooperation. The Daphne Police Department does not think that the actions of the few employees represent Five Guys as a whole. To clarify some misinformation that has been spread on social media, uh, boy, you never, you never hear that. <laughs> three officers of Daphne Police Department entered the Five Guys restaurant in Daphne. The three officers became aware of the mask requirement. They returned to their vehicle to obtain the masks that are required. All three officers were wearing masks the entire time they were inside the, the establishment. The events that occurred while the officers were in the restaurant were unfortunate. We will continue to work with Five Guys on this matter towards a resolution once all the facts are known. So Five Guys has also released a statement, so let's get all that in. Five Guys and the franchise uh, of the Daphne, Alabama location were made aware of the reports that local police officers had been denied service by employees at that location. Five Guys and the franchise are actively investigating the situation, are committed to getting to the bottom of it. However, 
No matter what the details are, we do not want these police officers or any customer to feel disrespected or slighted in any way. We apologize to those officers and also want to make it clear that Five Guys and its franchises are committed to fair, respectful, and equal treatment of all customers, and we will continue to investigate the matter. So as we predicted, even in the you know us flying by the seat of our pants when we heard it, we're going to see a lot of this individual employees act in a way that may not reflect the franchise that gave them the job. And you hear this clarification. The police are saying we don't hold five guys, the franchise, uh, to the, to accountable for this, and we're trying to figure out what actually happened. And five guys on the corporate level, they're working with us, and you hear five guys saying if everything happened the way they say it happened, that does not reflect who we are. And that kind of behavior would not be endorsed or tolerated. Yeah, I just, you know, Rick, I, I, I hope we can leave politics out of eating hamburgers. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and, uh, the I'm capitalist part of me says if I, you know, if I have a restaurant, I want to serve police. I want to serve protesters. I'd serve Lennon a hamburger if yeah. you paid. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. So, and then we can debate how society should Good live business. later on a full stomach. Yeah, if there's one place that we should all come together, I think it's around a hamburger. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> but yeah. it may have been a blessing if you price those burgers. <laughs> they are expensive. <laughs> Last time I went there, I wish they denied me. <laughs> <laughs> they are proud of it, aren't they? Yeah, they like them. They're a good burger. I'll give them They ain't that good. They ain't good. Yeah, as far as the, the price. But, right. but uh, We've laughed. I know I've told you all the story. We had the two young ladies from Japan that were here that we were housing during the tennis tournament, mm. and they loved, and this is how they would say it, <laughs> the hamburger. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they love Five Guys, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I just I kept thinking burger. they wanted to go to different places, and mm. what do you want tonight? The hamburger. The hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Bubba's international house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. International, house international house of Bubba. That, but you're, you're right. It, it, you know, I've always thought they got a good burger in there. They like their fries, but I don't know if I need a whole bag of them. Yeah, you boy, know, they'll give you some. Boy, they fries. will. They'll and then some. they got potatoes stacked all in the restaurant, right. waiting to be fried. So, but to Bubba's point, and by the way, the mayor uh, of, of Daphne, uh, Dane Haygood posted on his Facebook page that he will happy buy, happily buy the officers their next meal. Yeah, he'll feed them. Yeah, so because he uh, supports local law enforcement, as uh, I hope we all do. Uh, let's not uh, take uh, these sweeping general statements and and uh, you know certainly vilify all law enforcement because there may be members of law enforcement who have uh, abused their power. Yep. Let's just hold those people accountable and let's not remove law enforcement from the face of the earth. I don't think that's the world we all want to live in. See Romans 13. And, uh, but, uh, and just like with hamburger franchises, don't blame the franchise for the action of a few. Right. Well, and we also, somebody sent us True. this, you know, there's always these, 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 um, what are they called? The federal papers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then eventually we, we got to the constitution, the Federalist. the yeah. federalist papers. Yeah. And they were saying that one of the attempts early, before we got down to the Constitution, the Founding Fathers were so anti-government, they almost had us down to self-government, I mean, literally. Yeah. And then you, there's letters back and forth from George Washington and some of the others saying, hey, we kind of underestimated the depravity of, of human beings. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we so, always do that, look, Rick. Yeah. And, and all they had to do was read Romans 13. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Paul is saying, inspired by the Holy Spirit in Romans 13. People don't seem to be able to police themselves, sadly. So then God had to institute government mainly for law enforcement yeah. uh, and, and for uh, enforcing behavior and, and kind of keeping everybody in some sort of order because human beings are, are more deprived than I think we even realize. 
Well, they even had this issue, and that's when they went to the more constitution that finally we all had that says we got to have some government because, hey, we're having – you know what the quote was? This is almost looking like anarchy out here. Yeah. People really Chaos. don't know how yep. to behave. So we got to have some – a little bit of government to, if nothing else, just keep order. Yep. Yeah. But again, we don't need a lot of government. We need a little bit of government. <laughs> it's a fine line. And we, and we don't need the government to, that we have given responsibility to as the people to overstep the the amount of authority that we limited given. government. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but there was an attempt to try to have it even less than it was yeah. in the Constitution, and people couldn't behave. No. No. Yeah. Never can. No. So, if, if those of you that seem to want anarchy, I'm telling you, you don't want it uh, unless you think you have the ability to to win. And overpower the people that want to overpower yeah, you. Yeah, well, Rick, look, you're you're going yeah. you're going to have a, a well, couple of options. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you're you're either going to have a police force, you're going to have somebody watching over you, or you're going to have warlords warming, uh, roaming the street. I mean, you're going to have something, some kind of power over you, no matter what it is. So, I would prefer the police who have to answer to the public and to their superiors rather than somebody who's making up the rules as they go with an AR-15. Yeah, you won't have a chance to bring a lawsuit against a warlord. No, 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 they don't allow that. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.